Welcome to Coaches on a Mission. I'm your host, Dallas Travers, and this is the show to listen to if you are a values-driven coach and you want a business you're truly proud of. So most of the coaches who tune into this show don't have a big support staff taking care of every little thing in their business for a lot of us. The buck stops with us. So this means that time is often our most precious resource. My guest today is Jackie Hamilton, who helps new writers create a strong emotional connection between their characters and the reader so that they can publish their work and write for a living. So on top of her coaching work, Jackie is a very committed mom and an avid amateur athlete. Now, Jackie doesn't have a lot of extra time, and she came into the episode wanting a plan to optimize every moment inside her business. So Jackie and I talk through a process she can follow to help her feel completely confident that the actions that she chooses to focus on are the right ones. What I loved about this conversation is that Jackie's plan is completely customizable, and it's actually built to change depending on the weather, literally depending on the weather. You'll you'll understand what I mean when you get into the episode. So if you never feel like there's enough time to get all the things done in your day, please grab a pen and paper to follow along because the truth is that you can't get it all done in a day. So what you choose really does matter, and I hope this episode empowers you to make the best possible choices. Hey, Jackie, welcome to the podcast. I'm so happy you're here today. Hi, Dallas. Yeah, I'm excited. Thanks for having me. Of course. So before we dive in, I'd love to just get a sense from you about how things are going. You know, this episode will air in the beginning of 2022, but as we record it, we're sliding into the end of the year. So how have things been for you this year? They have been pretty good. I'm starting to feel a little more solid in my business. I'm feeling like um, like I've created a foundation and things are like, it's like I have all the puzzle pieces now. Yeah. Where before things were just kind of, I, I was taking pieces from the wrong puzzles to try and put together. If that right. makes sense. Completely. Right? That's so funny you say that. <laughs> That's actually an analogy I've used before where oh. my, my grandma used to have a big, like a Tupperware basket with every puzzle that she's ever had just thrown in there is, as one big pile of puzzle pieces. And oh. I would try to fit pieces together and that never really worked. No. Oh my gosh. That sounds like a mess. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Or just a mean, a cruel game to play, right? <laughs> Okay, so I'd love to hear a little bit about, tell our listeners about your business and who it is you serve. I serve um, newer writers that are writing their novels or their memoirs. And uh, I started out as just doing development editing, which is the story part, and found that, um, that coaching really got better results for them. Yeah. And and so, um, so I do development editing through coaching with them and, uh, and it's been a lot of fun. It's just, it's, it's, um, 
it's a lot more fun than sitting by myself with a manuscript. Completely. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense to me, Jackie, that writers also need coaching as they go through the process of writing. It's so, what an experience it is for them to like push themselves, but also explore themselves as they get their stories on the page. So I'm really fascinated with your business. It, it's so much fun just watching them. Like we all kind of get, get have blinders on. Yeah. Right? And so to help them take those off and see their, and I get to see their faces this time instead of just like, here you go. They're like, oh my gosh, I can take it in, in this direction. Or yeah. I can, I really have this idea, but I couldn't get it to fit. And now I can. Right. And that's just really exciting to see. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And also just the, all of the internal work and personal growth that happens through the book writing process. Mm -hmm. So that's really cool. All right. So let's talk about you. I'd love to know what you want to take away from our conversation today. I would like some clarity mm -hmm. and a pretty solid plan on how to optimize my limited time yeah to so that i can both serve clients and work on my business and grow it at the same time yeah so fill our listeners in because you have a you have clients that you work with but you have other responsibilities in your life outside of running your business so paint the picture for us so we understand how much time we're dealing with here yeah so um i usually spend four days or so working on my business and working with clients. Okay. Um, the other time, um, I am a mom mm -hmm. and, um, my, my son, uh, um, is like a huge priority in my life Yeah. and we do a lot of things together and I want to make sure that I'm there for him all the time. Yep. Or, you know, as much as I can. Yes. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> And, um, and we are, um, amateur athletes. We, we do oh, a lot of mountain biking. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we, we ride together and, 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 um, we race every year again, it's all amateur. It's not anything that, you mm -hmm. know, but it's a passion of, of ours as a family. We yeah. do it as a family. Um, it, and so those are the things that, that take a lot of my time. Yeah. Um, and I'd like to kind of keep those in yes. my life. Yep. Yep. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, what's the point? What are, you know? Yes. What are we doing here? Running our exactly. business so that we can have all this freedom, and then yeah. Yes. Yes. That's that's why that that's one reason why I want to own my own business. So it's kind yep. of like you said. That's the point. Yeah. That's the point. Okay. So. Give me, hmm, let me ask you this question. How do you feel, if at all, that you're not optimizing the time you have to spend on your business? I feel like I end up spending a lot of like back office time mm. where it either takes forever to see results. Yeah. Or... I feel like I don't really see results. Um, 
So like I, and a lot of it, I think comes from the past that I've done those things before where I've, I've spent hours and hours and hours working on something only to have nothing come of it. Yeah. And like creating a website, sometimes I wonder even why I even have it. Totally. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's like, well, nobody looks at it. So why did I even bother? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I feel like I do a lot of that kind of stuff. Yes. Okay. Tell me if you relate to this. I could be totally projecting here. All right. So I can remember, and I can, maybe I still fall into it now as I'm thinking out loud. There can be times in my business where I unconsciously fall into busy work because it's my work hours. So I know I'm supposed to be working and maybe I'm not quite up for doing the scary work of putting myself out there. So I, I can easily occupy my time mm-hmm. on things that don't actually move the needle. Is there for you any resistance or hiding that's going on? Yeah, I would, I would say so. I've actually <laughs> been thinking about that for yeah um, a couple of days. Yeah. Things like, um, like outreach, like list building, you know, I know you have that DM strategy, which is awesome, but for whatever reason, I'm like, well, they're just, you know, how, how, I don't know how to talk to them. I don't know how to, so I probably need to, you know, set out another email for no reason. (laughs) I know. Right. (laughs) Or I can remember for years, and this was probably my money fears coming through too, but you know, I've been in business 20 years, so I've got a lot of background in resistance (laughs) and busy work. (laughs) Yeah. 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 (laughs) I used to every day I'd start my work day by logging into wellsfargo.com and balancing my checkbook where the day before no money was made and no money was spent, but I would go through those motions. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think as I share, and I just want to see if you relate, it gave me a perceived sense of control during a time when I really needed that. And yet it, it slowed down my progress at the same yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Does that ring true for you at all, Jackie? Or is that a me thing? It's okay if it is. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I don't think it's just a you thing. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think that I have like a one thing like that, uh-huh. but um, I have like a lot of little things like that, depending on my mood, which is no way to run a business, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, I definitely, I definitely feel that it's, it's busy work. Yeah. And one of the dangers of the busy work, because there are times when the busy work has to happen, right? But if it's all busy work, it can eat away at our confidence because then the story becomes, wait a second, I've been at this for how long? And Mm -hmm. why don't I see bigger results? But when we look at the actions, they weren't result producing actions. Right. Right. So what I hear you saying is you want to make sure that you're spending as much time as possible on those result producing actions. Yes. Okay. And I feel like sometimes they're hard to determine. Yeah. Completely. Especially if you've never done them before, because we we could probably make a strong case that anything could produce results. (laughs) Right. right. So what's the, the quickest, most efficient path forward? 
Right. Okay. So here's what I think we should try. I want to walk you through a process to help you so that you have a schedule moving forward for how you'll spend your time, but also you have an understanding of the process so that when your goal or priority shifts, you can, can, you can apply the process again to determine where to spend your time as things evolve and shift. Does that sound good? That sounds amazing. Okay, great. So the first thing I wanna do is identify a goal. Maybe we'll think about this, Jackie, in terms of quarters. So a goal okay. you have for your business in the next 90 days. Well, I know I have a goal for um, first quarter next year. Great. Let's use that. That's perfect. Um, I have gotten a lot of encouragement from you and from the community and, and other people to start a small group. Mm-hmm. So I would like to start a small um, development group. Great. How, what is What constitutes small? <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, probably four writers and okay. myself. Yeah. Great. So the Q1 goal is four writers in your small group. Yeah. Great. All right. So that now, along with your values, right? We had a big values conversation at the retreat, but this goal and your values, those things together become the filter through which we decide how to spend your business time. Okay. Okay. So what assets do you need in place in order to accomplish the goal of your first power group, really, right? A small group of four writers. Mm-hmm. So what assets like, um, I can give you an example. Yes, please. Yeah. So let's pretend that my goal is to launch. I want to launch my course for the second time. An Mm -hmm. asset I need to fill the course is I need people to sell the course to. So I need a mailing list of some sort. Okay. Right. So an asset, I also need room on my calendar to deliver the course once it fills. Maybe I need, um, an admin person on my team to manage all of the customer service. So we're just thinking about like, what do I need to have in place in order for this goal to happen? Okay. Okay. Um, Well, I definitely need room on my calendar. Um, Yep. I mean, that, that, that's a big one. Um, uh, I have realized that, that things are not, I've been too lenient in, in meetings. So one of my goals for January one is to, is to have something in place and to actually already have that space available, even if the, the, um, the group hasn't started yet. Great. Um, Yes. And when um, you say you've been lenient in meetings, do you, I want to make sure I understand. I take that to mean that your, your client sessions can often run over. Um, they were for a while. I've actually pretty proud of myself that I've gotten to where they, they don't as often now and then they still do. Um, but I've also gotten lenient in, um, you know, uh, let's say you like to use bam, bam, right. So, um, bam, bam, every Monday at two o'clock, it was, it was our, our set meeting, but this week he can't. So we're going to move it to Wednesday and then the next week he can't. So we're going to move it to four o'clock. Yep. 
And I mean, just for the fact that I'm not going to be able to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've started reeling that in. Great. Yes. So, and that can um, be a tricky one because we all have days where something unexpected happens and we have mm-hmm. to move our calendar around. Yeah. So it, it can't be this rock solid boundary that can, like that can reasonably reasonably be held a hundred percent of the time. Right. Which then just makes it like so. What is the boundary then, mm-hmm. right? But it sounds like you're you're thinking through that and you're working that out. Yeah, I, I you know, I want to be able to be flexible for them. Just mm-hmm. uh, you know, like you say, things come up, but I also need to make sure that I can't shove somebody else out of the way for them. Yep. And yes, completely. I want to offer this. Here's the first suggestion I want to offer, and then we'll come back to the exercise. Mm-hmm. This used to work really well for me back in my former life when I coached actors, mm-hmm. because actors, they will get a last minute audition. And the whole point, <laughs> the goal of our work together was to bring them more auditions. So it felt completely incongruent now. Like, congratulations, we're accomplishing our goal. And you're now you're being punished because you yeah. make our session. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I created in my calendar what I called a slush fund, right? So the, a slush mm-hmm. fund is my understanding anyhow, is it's like an envelope of extra cash laying around for a rainy day or just in case. Mm-hmm. So on my calendar, on I, I coached four days a week. On two of the days, I had slush fun time from like 11 to 12.30. It was scheduled, unscheduled time. Ah. Reserve for when a client had to reschedule. I like that. And then if no one had to reschedule, great. I've got this slush fun time that I can dedicate to my marketing. So it it didn't turn into, okay, well, no one rescheduled. So what am I going to do? Let me go log into Wells Fargo again. (laughs) I had had a backup plan, but that eliminated so much stress for me. And I will say also stress for my clients. So instead of, shoot, I can't make it tomorrow. How can we reschedule? It was really clear right? I can't make it tomorrow. Okay, great. That means we can move you to Thursday at 2 p.m. That's a great idea. I, that really feels because you're, because then you're not feeling like you're wasting time either. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. And even if you have to reschedule it and you schedule it in that slush fund, well, now the original appointment uh, is your marketing time. Exactly. Yeah. So there's just that room for things to swap. Precisely. Yeah. yeah. It was really, um, really, really helpful. And also just eliminating that step of back and forth. Let's try to find a time. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. So we talked about a Q1 goal, which is launching your first power group. Mm -hmm. One of the things that needs to be in place in order for that to happen is room on your calendar. Mm -hmm. Are there any other assets that need to be in place? Um, I feel like I need at least a few more people on my email list. I am doing client surge. Mm-hmm. I was doing like a a drip or a flow. Yeah. Um, but the more I look at what my goals are for next year and the timelines, I've decided to 
um, go ahead and, and move that up and do um, more of a surge than a flow. Okay. So, so probably instead of an email list, more of the, of the surge. So yeah. more, more um, ambassador letters. Yep. Great. Right. So assets are uh, room on your calendar. I wrote down leads slash actual clients. We need four people in the program. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Those, yeah. <laughs> it's like a trick question almost, right? Yeah. What do you need in order to have four people in your program? Well, four people. Great. Great. So helpful. I'm glad we're having this talk. <laughs> Um, and and then I heard you say uh, ambassadors. So for people listening who aren't in the hive, those are um, ref referral sources. Great. Okay. So basically what we're doing here, Jackie, is designing your schedule around the actions you need to take in order to acquire the assets you need to accomplish your goal. Do you see how we're, we're just going to mm -hmm. back right into that? Mm -hmm. Great. All right. So the goal is for writers. It sounds like you've got other client attraction goals, but for this mm -hmm. conversation, we'll just focus in on the power group. Okay. Three assets, room on the calendar, people in the program, <laughs> lead slash clients. I feel so funny to even say, and then referral sources. Right. All right. So let's identify uh, do we want to do the action? Yeah, let's create your action list first, and then we'll go back to the calendar and how okay. we're going to schedule all that time. Okay. We're taking the long road to answer your question today. I hope that's okay. Yes. Okay. So room on your calendar. What specific actions need to happen in order to have that room on your calendar? And I'm being very literal here. Like one of them is block the time off. Yeah. That's the action. Let me, are there any others? Well, I need to, I need to block the actual, I need to decide on when and how long Yep. and to meet first that, I mean, that's gotta be done before I can even block on my calendar. Yep. Um, so I need to decide I'm writing this down too. <laughs> yeah. We're writing away here. So we've got deciding on the structure and the schedule of the program. And then blocking that time off. I don't, know, I don't know why this is coming up for me. Do mm -hmm. you need to raise your prices for private clients? I just sent out a letter. Great. Um, and they'll be going up in January. Okay, great. Yeah, where my head went was, okay, she's going to have less time. So that's usually an indicator that raising rates, right, so that you can mm -hmm. serve fewer people more powerfully is on the agenda. So it's, I'm glad yeah. we're on the same page there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Any other actions related to the calendar piece? I would like to, I mean, it's kind of part of blocking, we'll call it blocking A or whatever, but um, mm -hmm. I would like to, it's, it's an experiment, but I would like to see if I can do the back end of the client work and take an hour or so before each meeting Mm -hmm. to work on what on each member's work. So yeah. um, review what they have, things like that. So take an hour to, to, um, to go over all four clients within okay, that time. Great. And so then I'm maybe. Gonna, can I write that down eight. as like accounting for session prep time? Session. Is that yeah. like preparing for the, for the meetings or meeting prep. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. Great. I love that idea. So really, I've got this small group and I have time on my schedule to do all of my, all of the, the, the writing and the feedback and the reading for my clients right before we move into the session. So the rest of the week, I don't have to, it's not going to require more emotional or mental bandwidth because it's, that time has been blocked off on my calendar. Yes. Okay. Yes. I love it. That's, That's great. The plan. Hopefully okay. it works. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Best laid plans, right? It's, I, yeah. it's a great theory. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but what you'll want to pay attention to is what's your energy level at at the end of the meeting? Mm -hmm. Because if it if you feel depleted, it's probably a sign that perhaps it's the day before that you have that hour of time blocked off instead of right before the meeting. Okay. Okay. So there might be more actions under the calendar piece, but I think that's a good place to leave it for now. So the next asset here was Lee or was um, referral sources, ambassadors. So what actions need to happen in order for you to acquire more referral sources or ambassadors? Well, um, I need to put out my letters. Yep. <laughs> um, I've got them written. You helped me with a little bit of, of the copy. Um, mm -hmm. Some of the Hive members were a great help, like saw some things that <laughs> it was like just duh things, but that's why you have other people yeah. to help you out with, right? That's also why you're in business, just yes, like exactly. for the record, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> so I have no qualms about asking yeah. people to look at my stuff and point out the obvious. <laughs> yep, it's so good, it's so good. Okay, so an action is to send your referral requests. Yes. And then is it fair, just for the purpose of our exercise today, could we have the next action be like follow the client search process? There are a lot of steps in there, but for our conversation today, will that work for you? Is that clear yeah. enough, I guess? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's clear enough for me. Yeah. Okay, great. Okay, so client search process, great. Yes. And then are there any additional actions that need to occur to acquire that third asset, which was actual students or members in your group? Or are those the same actions as the referrals? I think I would like some practice, actually. I don't know if you'd call that an action, but but I think I'd like some practice with discovery sessions and, and addressing objections. Totally. Yep. It's the best thing you can do. I think that's the thing. Pro tip for all of our Hive members listening, the more you practice discovery sessions, the more you will, the more thrill client surge can become. Um, otherwise, it can be kind of painful because you're practicing in real time when the stakes are really high. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Okay. I think that I think those will help to get over awkwardness because it's already awkward to do a discovery session if you've never done it, but then to like pretend to do one <laughs> as as adults, like we don't pretend. <laughs> I'm nodding you know? my head. <laughs> yes. I, I'm nodding my head almost violently, right? Yeah. So I th actually think the practice discovery sessions are harder than the real yes. ones. Yes, I can see that. Yeah. So, so it'll be like you do the hard stuff. Yeah. So then the not as hard stuff feels even less not hard. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for for not lying to us and saying easy. So I love yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's not easy. It's not easy. No. <laughs> if you never seem to have enough time to get it all done, maybe you don't remember the last time you actually had a full weekend off, or perhaps you're a master at avoiding the important priorities to really move your coaching business forward, Schedule Domination is your new best friend. That's because Schedule Domination shows you the exact process I follow to design my ideal work week, create space for everything from downtime to client work to list building, Facebook Lives, content creation, really everything, all in a pretty, color-coded calendar that's totally customizable and designed to help you feel accomplished, grounded, and productive every single week rather than like this hamster running your buns off on the wheel that never goes anywhere. Sounds really good, right? So what I want you to do is head on over to scheduledomination.com right now, grab this free training, then send me a photo of your shiny new organized calendar right in your Instagram stories. I'm a total nerdy Capricorn for this kind of stuff, so you're gonna make my day. You know, I'm just gonna say it, Schedule Domination, it just might change your life. Grab the training now for free at scheduledomination.com and let's get back to the episode. So I want to just create some context for you and everyone listening. What we're doing here, Jackie has limited time, but even, and maybe even especially if you have all, feel you have all the time in the world. And so now you're just looking at, like looking at a blank calendar and looking at a blank screen every day, wondering what to do. This process, I call it schedule domination. And essentially what we do is, Jackie, we're just backing into your calendar from we're looking very big right goals Mm -hmm. what do i need and to acquire and then what do i need to do in order to acquire those assets to reach the goals so now that we've got those three lists in place Mm -hmm. now we get to go to your calendar so and you it may even be helpful for you to look at your calendar while we're doing this um and you may not feel the need to whatever works for you is great So looking at your calendar, the first thing that what we want to do is categorize our actions by themes. So you will probably have a theme of family time, right? Probably have a marketing theme. But instead of that, I will, let's call that that theme your Q1 goal. Ah, okay. Okay. And then there's client time and probably... Mm, admin, is that the word you would use? If you're talking about, you know, writing emails and things, then I would call that admin. Okay, great. Yeah, which would be different than the um, session prep. Okay, so then you have another one. So there's client time and then there's session prep time. Those are two different categories. Okay. Great. I love that idea. Okay, so we have... Family time, client time, session prep, admin, and then this category of Q1 goal. I like how, like right now I have like marketing box or whatever, but I'm really liking like giving it a name because marketing is, you know, emails and it's, Mm -hmm. it's so easy to, to lose your focus. Yeah. Um, 
so actually like giving it a name. Yeah. Something more specific. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, you could spend an hour just scrolling through Instagram because you're marketing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So basically, it sounds like, Jackie, that you're pretty clear on when your family, to, like when you're off the, the, the business clock. For the most part. Tell me more. Right now, the weather is absolutely beautiful during the day and in the early evening. Um, And so sometimes it feels like I really should take my son for a bike ride because it's going to be cold later. And so that's when I start to like kind of panic Uh in, in what is important. Am I spending my time the right way? Um, that balances both my, my family time and the growth of my business. There are absolutely sometimes where I will not work and there are absolutely times that I will, but it's those kind of gray areas that, Mm -hmm. that I do, I do struggle with a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think we ever I'll speak for myself. As a mom, I never feel like I'm nailing it. Okay. <laughs> Do we ever nail anything? As I know, right? <laughs> so, like, I, I definitely strive and I have boundaries and there's places where it's squishy, but there's an exception to almost every rule. Mm-hmm. But the purpose of our conversation today for me is to create enough of a framework where you feel empowered about the decisions around your time instead of unaware of the decisions you're making or guilty about the decisions that you're making. That's perfect. (laughs) Okay. So I'll tell you what doesn't work well for me. Mm -hmm. As soon as I leave the work day and go and spend some time with my daughter, I can't really get back to work. I'm done. Yeah. Is that, is that the same for you? I I would say so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, um, it's like, it's like you're turning off work, you turn off your computer and, mm-hmm. and then the rest it's, it's done. That's the end of the day. Yeah. I definitely feel that same way. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause, cause it's like, okay, well we went and we did our fun stuff now. Why would I want to go right back and, and do hard stuff or, or then it's like, well, dinner starting and bedtime and all yeah. of that. Yeah. One thing that can work for me is if I'm thinking more slush fundy now because the weather is really nice and I, and wouldn't it be great to take advantage of that? Right, right. I wonder if you could have for yourself a basic guideline, right? Which is I can choose to end the day early so that to take a bike ride with my son any day that it's sunny. And in service to that, I'm going to give myself an hour after his bedtime Mm-hmm. to work on admin and may, so maybe that's what it is, is we design your mm-hmm. schedule where the, the, the stuff that doesn't require other people, right. Mm-hmm. At work on your own can be in the afternoons so that you can choose on certain days, right. All right. It's not always easy, but I, I'm, I'm going to choose the sunshine today, which means, um, no Netflix after dinner. <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> 
<laughs> right. Can that right, work for you? Because right. that can work for me. If once she's in bed, I can get another yeah. solid hour in of work without feeling fried, right? Yeah. I'm definitely willing to try that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you know, I'm I'm all for experimenting because you never know if it if I mean it could be the best thing ever. Right. And it may not work, but let's try yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. So we've got our categories. The next step here is to designate blocks of time on your schedule for each of these categories. Okay. Okay. So what you'll do is, and you've already got it, right? Is you're going to block off client time. You'll block off. And so it's not, here's Barney's appointment. It's here's from nine until noon on these three days, I'm available to clients. And on these, on this one day from one to three is my slush fund. So you don't have to get as granular as putting in client names, but it's these blocks of time. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. So I recommend starting with those appointments that someone else is, is also going to be there because there's <laughs> less flex, right? Right. Okay. Once that's done, then we've got this time for session prep and admin. Those two things might likely work best in the afternoon so you can swap them out if it's super sunny and beautiful. Yes. Okay. And then we've got blocks of time toward Q1 goals. Okay. Now I just want to talk through this a little bit and then we'll address will personalize it for you. Yeah. So I'm imagining a calendar where there are three days a week where you've got like 90 minutes blocked off for Q1 goals. It's Tuesday, you open up your laptop and you see, oh, right, my Q1 goals are um, this afternoon from three to five. What am I going to do during that time? We just created your action list. Mm-hmm. So now this action list, you just work through it in chronological order, essentially, right? So the first thing I need to do, I'm going to, um, let me spend some time structuring the program and the schedule so I'm really clear on what I'm offering when I go into client search. That gets ticked off the list. The next day when you come to work in that Q1 goal time, we're uh, sending five ambassador requests and reaching out to a Hive member to schedule a practice discovery session. Does this make sense? Yeah, it does. It makes Great. total sense. Great. So it's unlike a lot of time blocking exercises where it's like, in this block of time, I'm always doing this same thing. Instead, it's in this block of time, I'm always working on the same theme. And depending on the season in my business, the actions inside of that theme might be different, but I've already created my action list. I, I love that idea because, um, I do tend to get bored doing the same things every day. I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We need that. We need to do, yeah, we, we need consistency, but at the same time, like it can, it can get stale. So, um, mm-hmm. I, I, I like the idea of it being in themes rather than specific, like between 10 and 10, 15, I'm DMing or I am, you know, Mm -hmm. so now, now it, it, it feels like there's more flexibility. Yeah. 
you know? Yeah. And agency. Yes. Yes. And yeah, because then you can decide and and make it feel like you're making a decision. (laughs) My my calendar says I have to do this. We're tricking ourselves into thinking we have a choice. (laughs) Right? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Here's what's coming up for me, because you just mentioned DMing. You know, there are all of these things we could or should do for our Mm -hmm. businesses, Mm -hmm. but we're in seasons. And right now, you're entering into the four clients in my group program season of your business. Mm-hmm. So DMing may or may not be on your action list during this season. I'm feeling like it's not. To be Me honest. too. Totally. Yeah. yeah. And so now we get to like feel good about ignoring that video in the module right? I'm not behind Mm -hmm. schedule. I'm not doing it wrong. When I look at my goal for this season, I've already crafted the actions. So I don't need to pile on more. Right. Yeah. And and it's, it's like letting it go without the guilt. Yeah. Because I'm supposed to do it. Yep. Right. Because then we just end up sort of doing it. Yeah. We don't go all in and we don't get deep enough. And I think that's, um, then some of my problem in the past is, is I feel like I have to do something and then I just kind of do, do it surface level and then wonder why it doesn't work. Right. And then there's not enough time to do, we approach that with everything. So we're just sort of kind of doing everything and actually not doing anything at all. Yeah. 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 Okay. So I went through that pretty quickly. But I want to um, let you and also our listeners know, this is just a highlight of one of the bonuses inside of the Hive called Schedule Domination. Mm-hmm. So if you, I don't know if you've looked at that, but you can look, it's in the bonus module and you can refer back to that training if you need it to go deeper or review the process that we started today. Yeah, I'll definitely review it. I, I had looked at it before, but talking through it with you kind of opens it up to a little bit more flexibility um, and, and being specific saying Q1 goals instead of marketing. Yeah. It really changes the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. With you there. And for our listeners, if you aren't a hive member, you can grab schedule domination at schedule domination.com. And we'll put a note in the show notes as well. But Jackie, I just want to check in with you. So we talked about, You've got priorities outside of your business. You also want to make sure that the limited time you spend on the business is not busy work, rather actions that are going to move the needle. So then we've got goals, assets, actions. We briefly cruise through the idea of scheduling blocks of time by theme on your calendar and then letting your action list dictate the specific steps you'll take during that blocked off time. What, if any, questions do you have for me so that you can really run with this process when our conversation is over today? Well, um, sometimes there is confusion as to what actions should come first. To me, this is like pretty straightforward for this specific goal. I am thinking of another goal um, that I have that um, uh, requires list building. And so then I, I, I look at these lists of actions that I kind of have loose in my head and it can kind of get fuzzy as to how, how do you weigh when you're not sure what action is more important 
Great. Such a good question. Okay, so there's like a two tiered, I got to answer this question in two phases. So the first phase isn't exactly answering your question, but I think it gives context. The first phase is, all right, if my goal is list building, there are definitely things that have to be in place before I can start to list build. One is I need a lead magnet, right? I, I have to have all of the, the back end or the tech set up before people can opt into my list. So there are certain actions that have to come first, right? Mm -hmm. And those get revealed pretty easily by looking at the assets, like asking yourself the assets question, mm -hmm. and then identifying actions to bring you those assets. So I need to build my list. What's an asset that I need? Well, I need a lead magnet. I don't have one yet. Let me log into that training and get a lead magnet going. So that's the first phase, but I don't think that's really what you're asking. The, what I think you're asking here is now that, that all of that is in place and I have options for list building strategies, how do I know I'm picking the right one? Is that your question? That that definitely falls into it. Yes. Okay. What yes. am I missing? Clarify for me. Um, well, I guess mine was a little bit broader. For example, like what, like if we're talking about list building, what's more important? Um, you know, what do I do first? I already have a email service provider, but I want a different one. So does that come comfort? I want one that's a little easier to deal with. So does that come first yeah. or does actually building the list come first? Yeah. Or do I get people on my list while I'm working on um, an email sequence or do I create the entire sequence first yes. and then get people on my list? Yeah. So the strategy also falls into that kind of question, which, um, mm -hmm. I definitely would struggle with because I don't want to be doing five different strategies with the time that I have. I, I want to focus on one and then grow later. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I love that you're asking this question and <laughs> you're almost asking the wrong person because I... <laughs> I'm a little dangerous in this area. I'm a little too much of like, I don't know, just pick one and do it. It'll be fine, right? It's not, it's not helpful. That's not how everyone operates. So my, my coachy answer for you is we have to understand ourselves, right? And make decisions that are going to set us up to be consistent, mm -hmm more than just being efficient. Okay. So okay. when I understand myself, I am very quick start. Um, if we look at human design, I'm a manifesting generator. The way I operate is figuring it out on the go. That's actually mm -hmm. like how I'm built. Okay. So understanding the thing that's going to help me be more most consistent is actually being messy and just like do, doing the thing. Just doing it. Right? Now, not everyone is like that. So when we understand how we work, we have Julie on my team who is very methodical. I wouldn't call her risk averse, but she likes she values preparedness. She's uh, very systematic, and I'm guessing that for her if we're using consistency as the goal, she would want to be in the right email service provider. 
That was a lot more like Julie. Yeah. I have a set, I have a feeling I didn't want to put that on you, but yeah. yeah. Right? She yeah. would want, yeah. she would want to, and maybe not a hundred percent clear, but like 80, 85% mm-hmm. clear. And even if it looks slower or perhaps looks like resistance, that's the path that's going to help you be consistent. And consistent is the path to sustainable success. Gotcha. So even if it looks slower, I want you sticking with it for the long term. So I'm going to say that all in a different way for our listeners. How do we know what comes first is really the question here. And I think the way we answer that is out of my options, which is the thing that's going to help me stick with this plan for the long term? What's going to help me be most consistent? Is that helpful, Jackie? Yeah, it really is. Because, yeah, I am a lot more like Julie. So it takes me a while to, like you said, be 80% sure this is what I need to do. Mm -hmm. Um, This is, you know, I'm not a perfectionist. But I want to make sure that I'm going into the right email service provider before I just pick one. Yeah. Um, you know, am I creating the right welcome email? Am I, you know, um, to where I can be, you know, 75 to 80% sure that what I, the direction I'm going is the right one. Yeah. I really hear you. And this does not sound like perfectionism to me. It sounds like you understand yourself where I'm someone who loves chaos. Is that the word? <laughs> like I'm actually comfortable fixing things down the road, much mm-hmm. more comfortable with that than getting it all set up in the beginning. Gotcha. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to be more consistent being a little messier. Right. Or what I'm hearing you say is it's not about okay, it has to be perfect or it has to be right. It's like, I need to feel good about it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I want to just encourage you to lean into that because okay. the game we're playing here is consistency. Okay. And then also for me and for you and everyone listening, we have to just have that understanding of what does my resistance look like when it shows up? Because my my resistance can look like this natural tendency amplified to the point of being dangerous. Right. And yours might be this natural tendency amplified to the point of hiding. Yes. So just having that awareness, right. And course correcting Mm -hmm. as we need to is important. Yeah. No, I love it. It, It's a little bit different lens than, than what the needing to see, well, what comes first. Mm -hmm. It's a matter of, of who I am to do it rather than the task. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because all, all of those things have to get done at some point. Right. So like what comes first, who knows? Like they, they all, they all matter. So let me pick the thing that's most, that helps me be my best self. Yeah. 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 Great. I love that you asked that question. So what I'm envisioning for you is as you move into every quarter, right, Mm -hmm. you can apply this process And then give yourself permission to only focus on the actions that are most directly aligned with that quarter's goals. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really like, I I can see for the retreat, obviously we did the, you know, kind of our big events, Mm -hmm. loosely scheduled them. Um, But I can, I can actually see them being more solid and not as scary. Right. 
Right. Cause I was like, I was in pure panic mode on Friday. <laughs> You're welcome. Wasn't that a yes, thanks. retreat? Yes. I was so a retreat. And it stems from in the past that I've done things and I've, I've gone in and then, and then it falls apart because I don't have a plan, but this, this feels like it feels good. It feels solid. It feels like, um, I'm in the car going the right direction. I've got my map. Mm-hmm. And if I need to take a detour or if I want to stop at, um, you know, the national park mm-hmm. <laughs> for a day, I can, yep. um, and not, not feel like I'm off course. Yes. Something just occurred to me and I want to see how it lands for you. Mm-hmm. We talk so much in the hive about habits and routines, mm-hmm. right? And one could hear this conversation and think, wait, like, what do you mean change your actions every quarter? How is that? I thought we were, I thought what we were doing was habits, but right. this process is the habit. Yes. Yes. And I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, it's a habit, but it's like, you're not it's not in concrete. Mm-hmm. Like, like it's, it's more like, I don't know. It's flowing. Yeah. Or it's you like know. clay, right? Yes. You can sculpt it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Oh, great. All right. So I want to check in. Um, how are you feeling is my first question. Uh, I, I feel really good. I feel a little more grounded. I, I feel like I'm headed in the right direction. Right. Um, and I also feel like if we go back to habits, just to create the habit of just before every quarter mm-hmm. sitting down and doing this, um, it, it feels really good. It feels, it feels solid. Great. I love hearing that. So lastly, I just love, I want to make sure this is truly actionable for you. So as we wrap up, could you share with us what is the plan, right? Or what's the next step, either one, uh, for you around this conversation? Um, so I'm actually going to probably revisit schedule domination and kind of look over our notes for today. Um, and, and start on that. And see, this is where I'm like, well, what do I do first? Do I do schedule domination first? Or do I try and figure out a structure for my group? I'd love to offer. It may under, given that whole conversation we just had around, you want to feel clear and confident. (laughs) percent right you may actually benefit more from reviewing schedule domination when you're clear on the structure of the group that that was like that was coming to me as I was kind of talking (laughs) talking it out you know um I I think yeah I, I think that's what I'll have to do first yeah um want to do I don't have to do anything (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I think I'll, I think I I really want to get clear and that might take a few days, um, Mm -hmm. excuse me to a couple weeks because I am the sit and mull things over. 
Um, so, so definitely, yeah, that feels really good is figuring out a structure for my, for my group. Yeah. And then, and then visiting schedule domination and, and even if I don't get it scheduled for, for Q1, like maybe start putting it into my calendar, uh, like a placeholder. Yep. I love it. Right. Yep. And until the group exists, that becomes really valuable marketing time. Yeah. Or Q1 goals time, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Q1 goals time. Good. Oh, I really got so much out of this conversation today. I'm so glad that you came on the show. And I'm excited to see how this approach to habits helps you feel like you're optimizing your time. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to implement it. Great. Thank so. you, Jackie. Thank you, Dallas. I appreciate your, your time. You're very welcome. And I want to thank everyone for listening. I hope you take one key piece from the conversation today and apply it directly to your own business. So I'll see you all back here next week. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you so much for tuning in to Coaches on a Mission. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, follow, rate, and review. Do all of the things <laughs> to show your support for this show. It is so helpful for us, and it also helps other coaches find this show. If you want to take this episode further, please follow me on Instagram. I'm Dallas Travers Biz Mentor, and every week I turn our episode into a week-long mini course on my Instagram page. It's designed to help you apply what we talk about during the episode to your business in a super tangible way. So let's be Insta friends. Head on over to Instagram and look for my new handle. Again, it's Dallas Travers biz mentor. You can do that now and you just might find some funny reels while you're there. So believe me when I tell you it'll be worth it. Okay. Thanks again for tuning in. I truly appreciate that you make time to listen to this show and I hope you have a wonderful week.